What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, and check out all the action. I think uh, Nico's going to finally post my boudoir photos this week. Um, I am I'm, I'm not in charge of any such thing. Oh, I, I sent them to you. I texted them to you. I was like, here, sweetie, and sent you all my boudoir photos. Hmm, must have been a different guy, not me. Oh, that's awkward. Well, now post office worker Nick has all of my boudoir photos, so that's going to be a problem. Um, anyway, we are coming to you live via Anchor during this coronavirus pandemic quarantine lockdown voluntary. Everyone wear a mask if you don't mind. This business allows it. This one doesn't event. Oh, man. The, <laughs> you have to wear this if you don't mind is like the perfect like way to describe what's been going on. It, it really is, right? Like, this is required if you would be so kind, sir. Um, I was like, oh, if you ask so nicely, sure. Also, there are people now who are like holding protests in groups, anti-mask protests. Yeah, you know, there's there's a thing called choosing the hill to die on. This is a really <laughs> bad one. Like, That's pretty in this accurate. in and this literal, case, potentially, yeah, like, I was gonna say in this case, it might be literal. <laughs> like, can you? Uh, okay, all right. I don't want to be this guy, but let's be this guy for like thirty eight seconds here. All right. Let's say you lead the anti mask rally at like Discovery Green Park over the weekend. And you then get diagnosed with corona and you have a hard case of it. Let's say you survive, but they have to give you a lung transplant in a month from now because of the damage this thing did to your body. Like a decade from now, two decades from now, like 40 years from now, when the grandkids are like, what's with that scar? And why is grandpa always on oxygen? And it's like, well, kids, there was a disease, a virus, and grandpa didn't think it was real. But it was. <laughs> like, right, well then his life just becomes a lesson. Like, in irony, right? Like, Right. I don't know. Like, and then the answer becomes, if he doesn't protest the other way, then he's a bad person, right? Is it? Okay, alright, I had this conversation today, and I guess we'll, we'll spend a few minutes doing this. I wanted to try and get away from these, just because I feel like some people are probably like, alright, we get it, you feel one way. But, but it's alright, okay. So... Um, here in Texas, Governor Abbott has issued some stuff, and so on my personal page, I put it uh, a post up of how I feel about it. And mm-hmm. the truth is, I'm not I'm not a, a huge huge fan of it. I think it's I think what he is doing now is selective, and I also think it's reactionary. It's not leadership. Um, because when the numbers at five thousand were announced, he gave a speech where he's like, "Guys, do better." And the very next day, when the six thousand numbers were announced, he was like, "Weren't you listening yesterday?" Even though it happened 13 days ago, like, <laughs> yeah, the, the, talking to the wind. Yeah, at this like point. it doesn't it doesn't help anything. Like this is too late. He needed to do something a week ago, but so he does something now. And then what he does, I don't even. I don't really agree that blaming bars is the answer. I don't. I don't know. But so somebody kind of got on to me. They were like, "Oh, well, you only post when when the people you don't agree with do something bad. You don't post when the people you agree with do bad." And I was like. And, and firstly, like, how exhausting is that? Like, do I have to make a list of every mistake everyone's ever made to say the new thing I don't agree with? Or, like, like let's say Britney Spears puts out a bad album, and I want to say, hey, the Britney Spears comeback album isn't very good. Do I then have to list every other bad album ever made by anyone else in order to say this? Like, Right. And typically what happens is that, like, there's there's two ways of doing it. There's, like, the way where it's like you point out the bad things that people you agree with like I agree with this person but he did a bad thing and I'm going to point it out because I normally agree with him or you go about it like these are people I disagree with and this is the bad things that they are doing like there's two different approaches to something yeah and so like he was like well you're being hypocritical if you don't always call out everyone for everything I was like well no like first of all I'm not the lifeguard of every other governor here in tech like here in the country like I only have to deal with Governor Abbott. Like that's, I live in Texas. Yeah, he 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 directly right. affects me. Uh, also, like Nerd Thug Radio is based here in Conroe, so 
these decisions that he makes has an impact on me and my business and what we do and how we operate and our sponsors and who we work with and our opportunities. And like, listen, love or hate governor Cuomo, he's not affecting my money and my life. Like it's a new story for me at that point. And so it's not the same thing, Uh, but but then I was yeah. like, well, how far back do I have to go? Like, do I have to be like, the FBI could have prevented 9-11? Like, like how far back do I have to, Brother Cain killed Brother Abel? Like, where do I have to stop? Like, <laughs> We're going back to the like, dawn of man. Do, do I gotta murder. go, like, do I gotta list every wrong that's happened? Just so I could be like, I don't think Governor Abbott should shut down bars. <laughs> to end on the point that he probably yeah, agreed with. The, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. He's like, yeah, it's and he thinks it's the my my buddy of mine who was criticizing me. He thinks the protests are the biggest reason for the jump in Texas, and I think that adds to it. I don't think that is the cause of it. I did see plenty of people in the protests without masks on, so like I'm sure that that has something to do with it. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a large gathering of people. It's it's bold to assume that nothing would happen. Right. To you. However, the the other places with the riots haven't had the jumps in numbers that we've had. So obviously it's not like, yeah, it's not story. a direct correlation, right? Like protests don't equal jump. Um, Washington closed their state and I was like, oh, they must have had a bunch of cases. I went, they had 400 new cases. We had 6,000 when Governor Abbott started doing something. Like the difference in leadership yeah, but, is staggering. Yeah, but, there, but there's like there's like 600 people max oh, in Washington. Oh, so two-thirds of them were sick. Okay, that's a good. That's that's mad. Right, yeah. You know, I believe that. <laughs> they really, they really need to change. How also, that's something that completely blows my mind. What is how small some places yeah. are? Oklahoma, Oklahoma has nine people in it. Did you know that? Google oh, it. man. At least one of those is an Indian person because of their no, reserves. he's a white guy, but he's the leader of the tribe. Wow, for the Indian people. Yeah, should have known. Indian feather hunting being done because they have a casino. <laughs> they own. They own a casino. <laughs> I, was, I was watching one of the um, one of the Dirty Money documentaries on Netflix. There's a show called Dirty Money, and it just talks about like these really mm-hmm. kind of just terrible people. And um, one of them, he wound up being at 50 years old. He he entered as a race car driver. Nice. That's a terrible because idea. he was so rich. He just starts his own race car team. He gets so rich by being the paycheck advance guy. Which is, you know, an industry full of really nice people. The, the 30% interest companies. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, 300% yeah, interest Yeah, and so he, uh, he, got the, the, he got the ability to use the money and fight lawsuits and avoid lawsuits by being part of an Indian tribe. Wow, you know he's one of those people that's like one sixteenth, which is like no. The minimum. Apparently, he's not even anything, but like the tribe is part of like the leadership group for the company, and they get like a check for like fifty grand a year to be like. I'm not sure. I don't remember how it worked exactly, but essentially, they bought permission. They brought basically legal protection from the tribe. To be an Indian-based business. Wow. And so they were not... Like, courts had ruled a couple different times that charges couldn't be filed because of, like, weird standing about jurisdiction and stuff between the Indian tribes. That's insane. It was, it, it was, it was very weird to watch because people were like... Essentially, his lawyers would just send a letter to the judge that, like, you, you, you have no jurisdiction. And the judge would be like, it seems like I don't, actually. And that was it. (laughs) He looks at it and he's like, oh, yeah. I guess not. See you guys later. Have a good one. (laughs) And that's lunch. I'll go to Jason's (laughs) Deli. See you later. Head to Jason's Deli. If anyone needs anything, just uh, give me a ring. Um, I'm going to get the salad bar. I'm honestly surprised. (laughs) (laughs) It's very odd because they were just like, you actually can't sue us. And the courts would be like, I guess we can't. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, if you said he so. He seemed very sure of himself, so I guess we'll leave it alone. Um, 
Oh, that's uh, have you? There's a there's a docu series called Trial by Media. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. Uh, is this the uh, the one where it's like it? Oh, God, where are they in? It's not Oklahoma. Oh, I can't remember the state now. But it was there's this guy getting charged with a massive amounts of uh, fraud, and he was getting like pinned by like the federal government <laughs> over like all this fraud, and so like. In the tr- like leading up to the trial, he like goes. He runs this big medical company, and like he goes and like becomes a pastor, and like like hangs out with the black community, and like basically gets emboldened. And then he like hires a hires a lawyer that's like local to the to the, the state, and like they have like this crazy run, and he like gets completely cleared of like all the charges <laughs> brought against him. <laughs> it's one of the. It's like. It's like the most interesting thing to watch because there's like it, it it feels like there's no bad guys, but they're all awful. That's like uh there was one of those it was sort of like that. It was like a it was a show about how like media influences crime or influences trial. Mm-hmm. And it was about Governor Blogdovich, um, who was the governor of Illinois, and he had the ability when when Obama won the presidency he vacated a seat, uh, a Senate seat, and Blogovich could appoint who got the Senate seat. And he basically is on tape asking for bribes for it. Nice. And he gets off in the first trial, though, because he essentially, there's like hours and hours of tapes, and in the tapes, you can hear him bargaining with all kinds of people, but he's not asking for money. He's asking for, like, political favor. Like, what do I get if I give you this seat kind of a thing? And you mm-hmm. can hear him just talking to different people. And, like, at one point he's like, can I be made an ambassador? Like, like he's, like, looking for his next job kind of. So when he goes on trial, he basically just convinces the jury that this is how politics work. I mean, he's, not he's like, here I am talking to so-and-so, the head of the Democratic Party. Here I am talking to this person, the head of this. Here I am talking to this person, the the official from this. And, like, in all of them, he's just, he's just straight negotiating with them, and they're negotiating back. They're like, well, there's probably no way we could do that, but maybe we could get you this. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and it's just crazy to me. Uh, and he gets off the first time. Well, on the second time, the state's really mad at the prosecutors because, like, they, they really thought they had him. So the second time around, like, the court, they make the court throw out a bunch of the extra tapes that they're not going to use. And so mm-hmm. this time he can't play the other tapes of him negotiating with the other people. And so, right. So he's not. So it's not business as usual. So this time he loses, and he's, like, he's really butthurt about it, obviously, because he went to jail. Then he turns around and gets pardoned by Trump. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or granted clemency, I guess. Not pardon. But yeah, it is... It can be weird, like, how perception plays into a lot of this. Like... Oh, yeah, no, for it sure. Is, like, it's gonna So be... the thing that was really insane about the, the one I was... The specific one I was talking about is that he's... Like, the federal agents and, like, the prosecutors are like, this is, like, the easiest thing in the world. And he, like weasels out of everything well that's like the uh the r kelly case the 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 entire like the reporters and everyone who like sat in the courtroom the whole time they they knew he was like okay well obviously he's gonna be found guilty and when the jury came back not guilty like everyone but r kelly was was surprised like r kelly was like of course i'm not guilty duh and like everyone else was like what just happened What's going he on? He was literally on tape. <laughs> like, there's literally a photo of yeah. him. I, it, it was, yeah. It is crazy how stuff like that plays out. Um, speaking of just how weird how things play out, like I do think it's going to be interesting to see how history looks back on this kind of era. Um, for example, the WWE has just, I mean, they're just a walking like show at this point like they're a mess okay they're just an absolute mess Mm -hmm. um but they've had the policy they're not actually testing people you're gonna love this they're pseudo testing are you ready 
when you walk in, they take your temperature and then they have you fill out a questionnaire. And one of the questions is, have you been around somebody with COVID? Wow. Amazing. That's how they're testing. Where is this? The WWE. Oh, nice. So when people come to work and do these tapings and then sit in the stands next to each other and all that, and then get in the ring with each other and do all these moves and all that. Um, yeah, that's how they're making sure no one's getting sick. But they've already had right. like, six different athletes get sick. Right, and it, it works because everyone knows that it takes two weeks to show symptoms. Except the WWE. That's like the whole point. <laughs> also, the WWE isn't releasing names of anyone who gets sick. Also, get this. They apparently have been circumventing quarantines. So early on in the process, when Florida, when New York was banning travel in and out because the, because the cases were so bad, mm-hmm. they simply changed all the East Coast people's flights to Philadelphia and made them drive in and out of Philadelphia. Ah, there you go. And so they were, were going to do that again, even though it's potentially a $1,000 fine first time, $250,000 fine after that if they catch you again. And these Well, it's not illegal if you don't get caught, don't you know? That's true. But these aren't exactly hard to recognize people. They are all on TV. This is true. Are you Roman Reigns? <laughs> uh, maybe. Must not be. <laughs> like, why would he be in Philadelphia? Yeah, circumventing all the lockouts. And somebody was like, "Well, yeah, it's not like they've got roadblocks in New Jersey. Like, people can just drive into New York without a problem." Like, think about that. As a company, they're just ignoring state orders. Yeah, I mean, like, what what are you guys doing? But like, this is just proof even further beyond. And this is this is some. A lot of people said this. Uh, when the pandemic first came out, where it was like, this is where people will get to true, like show like the true ethics of some of these companies. Oh, for sure, and it's pretty obvious where WWE's ethics stand at this point. Yeah, real high quality stuff, absolutely taking into account everyone's needs, and just kidding, they care about no one except themselves. Well, think about this part of it. What if? They've literally partaken in law-breaking, bribery, uh, flexing, like like any possible bad thing you can do in this time, they've done. Well, think about this. What if one of their wrestlers that they smuggle into Philadelphia to break quarantine rules from Florida, what if one of them like exposes a bunch of people in, say, Maine, and they restart it somewhere in one of these places where they think they've beat it? Yeah, no, there's any there's any number of like bad things can happen to you. This is this is just playing with fire. <laughs> They're just begging for it. Yeah. I mean they've broken the law enough. They can bribe someone else. It's fine. They, they certainly fine. they certainly did bribe Florida. There's no doubt about that. And um they're mad at Renee Young. Um former T V commentator. She was on the WWE backstage show on Fox. Fox Sports, I should say. They're mad at her because um, she announced that she was one of the people who had been diagnosed with COVID in the WWE. And WWE wasn't announcing who had it and who didn't. But she kind of had to announce it because everyone was going to know because her husband is John Moxley, who currently wrestles for All Elite Wrestling. And he's been pulled from events because... He's doing a 14-day quarantine due to exposure. So there's no getting around. Yeah, as they tell people. Like, people were going to know that Renee Young had it. They would have put two and two together. Yeah, because they would have been like, well, if if he's quarantining, then where is she right now? So... Apparently, she has an announcement to make this week on Wednesday. I'm willing to bet it's that it's the end of her contract. Oh, maybe. I'm willing to bet it's WWE is releasing her. Oh, yeah, because that just, you know, 
This wouldn't be the first time they fired people because of this. No, it certainly wouldn't be the first time they fired people for being honest. I was just talking about having a disease. Oh, yeah, that too. But honest too. Um, Yeah, I just... They're a mess, and it's not. They're really the pinnacle. They're like the pinnacle of like mustache twirling bad guys right now. <laughs> and don't forget, Vince McMahon still has to deal with all the XFL stuff in court. Yeah, that's still happening because like that hasn't fixed itself either. No, uh, it sounds like Andrew Oliver Luck is going to get himself thirty-five million dollars. What it sounds like, he just can't. Times like this. Well, definitely, uh, it's funny you say that. Like, definitely, there are probably a lot of people right now who wish they had a better view of the future. Uh, Under Armour is trying to cancel a 10-year, $250, $280 million deal with UCLA. Why? Because they're not getting a return on their investment. Under Armour is hurting for cash right now. Uh, Nike just came forward and announced they lost $70 billion last quarter. Oh. Because nobody was playing sports. Right. And then, like, everyone's, like, pulled their ads. Like, this is a crazy time. Well, yeah. There's, like, a, there's a ton of companies that, like, yeah. So there's a ton of people that pulled all their ads. There's just loads of money not going around right now. Right. A lot of people are hunkering down because they don't know what's going to happen next, how long it's going to be, which, you know, I won't get into what I think that means about leadership nationally. I think I think it speaks for itself that everyone's scared about what's going to happen next um, because they just don't know. They have no idea what's coming. Like, yeah. This is a weird time for sure. It is. So Under Armour, Nike... A lot of these guys are trying to figure out how do they, what do they do next? Coca Cola is pulling all of its advertising from Facebook. Uh, something like seventy million dollars in revenue, I think I saw. That's crazy. And the thing that like really blows my mind about like these sponsorships and all these stuff like this is like, it's like no one planned. Like no one had any contingency for anything like this. No, because that's not how that's not how capitalism works. You don't you don't plan for failure. Well, I like you don't plan for failure, but this isn't failure. This is just everything grinding to like a halt. This isn't the same thing as like oh the company failed. Like that's not the same thing. This is like hey we should have something just in case something like dramatic happens, and literally everyone was like oh. You're telling me that there's not infinite money and that everything just doesn't go up forever? <laughs> but the housing market's never crashed before. Oh, wait. Never. Yeah. Never once. Right. I know. No, yeah, and you're not wrong, but like, it's kind of... So this is about the NFL, too. I was like, they just thought salaries are going to go up forever? I mean, they always had for 80 years. Right. And this, this again, just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it won't. Yeah, they said that like they said that about the volcano at Yellowstone. That one day it'll be the death of humanity. What? You don't know about the volcano in Yellowstone? The death of humanity? Yeah, like if the volcano in Yellowstone erupts, like it'll put enough like soot and things into the air that it'll kill everyone because it'll block out the sun for like fifty years. No, I didn't know that. I'm now. Yeah. Well. All right. I guess. And it's like overdue because it was supposed to erupt like fifty years ago or something like that. Well, now we're all screwed. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's that, how that's... On that note, we're going to jump to a break. When we come back, we've got more Nerd Thug Radio. Unless we don't. <laughs> <laughs> The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. 
Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to more Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com. Uh, little brother Nico and I are both doing this show via Anchor as we uh, hang out on this Monday. And this, uh, it's like a, it's like a meh Monday, like a meh. But yeah, just... it's kind of cloudy. It's not that, it's not that serious. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, after it's last right. week, it's nice, but in the scheme of things, it's not. <laughs> it's all perspective. Really is. Um, man, I had like a, I had a really good food Sunday. Why? I had a, I had Popeyes and I had Chinese food. In the same day? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Respect my stomach hustle. Respect the drip. So I'm pretty, I'm, I'm like, yeah. Sunday was like straight food coma all day. Don't touch me. Don't touch me unless it's for other food. Right. Don't even wake me up unless you got pizza on you. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying. I'm here for that pizza, dog. Um, speaking of things to be here for, make sure to participate in the contest. You can like, share, and subscribe, and you could win a, a Xbox One, PlayStation 4, or Nintendo Switch. Winner's choice. Capped at $300. Brought to you by Nerd Thug Radio. Um, it's true. That's right. We are buying you a gaming system. Not even because we like you. Just because that's the kind of people we are. Yeah, we're cool. Because more than likely, I don't like the winner. I mean, I'm spending $300 on him. Like, scheme of things. It's just more of a personal thing. Like, Yeah. 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 But, enjoy the system. Um, and so you yeah, have fun. By screen capping you, liking, sharing, or subscribing. And then um, our show on any platform. Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you see us, anywhere you see the show, YouTube. If you Google Nerd Thug Radio and it takes you somewhere, like, share, subscribe it, review it, shoot screen grabs of you doing those things, email those screen grabs. This is important. I feel like people are doing it because I'm seeing people sharing the posts. I'm seeing people uh, liking posts, but they're not following through, okay? Here's the thing. Not liking posts, liking the page. You have to like the page. Here's the thing. Your you doing that has to be screen grabbed and emailed to nerdthugradio at gmail.com. Nerdthugradio, all one word. Nerdthugradio at gmail.com. Shoot those emails over there. Attach the screen grabs of you doing it. Each screen grab is an entry, unlimited entries. Do it up all day long. Just spend all day laying around, liking, sharing, subscribing. Liking, sharing, subscribing. Review, review, review. Liking, sharing, subscribing. That was like 20 entries right there. Boom. Yeah, you got a bunch. You can do it. So uh, we're gonna it's gonna go through the entire month of July, the summer hashtag summer of nerd. And August first, we're picking a winner. Yeah, we're already creeping up on July. What happened to June? No one knows. It was uh, stolen and pulled into the trunk of someone's car. It was a tragedy. Not tragic. We we haven't we haven't we're recovered. down we're down to eleven months. We haven't recovered a body yet. Truly really tragic. Yeah, it's sort of a big deal. I wish I hadn't mentioned it. Um, we're still working on it. Yeah, it's listen. You didn't know. It's it's fine. The family's a mess. Everyone's just work. They're working through it. It's 
it's been a hard week. No leads on the case, though. Um, <laughs> the murder of a month. <laughs> That's our RIP April, by the way. <laughs> April, never mind. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make this any darker than it already is. It's about to be nerd thug sad. Uh, sad thug radio. <laughs> sad thug radio. They're like our emo brethren. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd probably listen to it. Like, I wouldn't enjoy it, but I'd have it on. You know, be like early used albums. It's just rough. It's um, just it's just rough. <laughs> it's every like happy go lucky folk song, but it's about people dying. Man, okay. Speaking of like folk songs ish, the Lumineers released an album. I guess this is towards the end of last year, and I didn't know it. The album was called Three, or it's the Roman numeral Three, okay? Mm-hmm. And it tells the story of a fictional three generations of a fictional family that all are dealing with different types of addiction problems. And I didn't know this album was even out. I was watching their tiny desk. Their NPR tiny desk. You love yours. I do. I love. I love them to death. I think they're great. I think they're fantastic. You get to kind of, you see the artists interact a little bit, but it's a different setting than typical. You can tell the artists for the most part really like doing them. Um, I do. I love them. But so, Lumineers get up there and they're they're telling the story about that album, and they basically say M Night Shyamalan came to them and asked them to write some music for a movie. And he kind of gave him a scenario to write about, and they sat down and they started doing it, and then it turns out he didn't even need the music. But they liked the song so much that they then incorporated it into the album, and they said that basically that like unlocked the idea for the whole album for them. It's such a weird like coincidence music story. It's it's like a lot of a lot of creativity, a lot of of, of what sparks and what catches and all that happens that way, honestly. Um, but so the song is the salt in the sea and it is haunting and beautiful and wonderful and people need to hear this album. It's Lumineers three and it's the third, it's the story of Jimmy Smith, uh, is the third set of stories and the third and fourth song is Anna and then the salt in the sea. And it's just like, it is heartbreaking. It's rough. Uh, but it's this wonderful song. Uh, mm. But it totally made, it made me buy the whole album, so I want to buy the album just from the NPR Tiny Desk. And uh, nice, it is. It's great. It's wonderful. It's a great album. Yeah, it is weird though. Like what sparks ideas creatively? Um, well, we've talked about this before. I guess hey, this is kind of perfect timing, marketing wise at least. Uh, Another day at the office is about to kick off a brand new miniseries. Issue one is up for sale right now. Uh, I'm having a new cover made because honestly, I didn't like the other one. So the new cover is about to come out uh, probably this afternoon or this evening. And um, basically, this continues the story of Detective Marcus Shiley in a brand new adventure. But the catalyst for how he got his start, where all this comes from, is uh, 10 years ago, I was trying to break into writing. I wanted to be a comic book writer. I got an opportunity with a small publisher named Warped and publishing or worked in comics something like that and they wanted they wanted pitches but they only wanted one issue pitches they didn't want when you're a new writer you think you know better and you're writing like these big epic stories and and like oh i've got a a 400 comic book idea to tell the story of stilt man and turns out nobody wants it okay nobody wants to read that uh, and Warped in Comics was like, we really just want a one-issue idea, and if the one issue doesn't suck, then maybe there can be a second issue. And if that one doesn't suck, then maybe there will be a third. Um, that kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. I really felt like my hands were tied. I was like, well, what can I write about for just one issue? And uh, I, I got frustrated and thought it was stupid, and I decided, well, nothing. I can't write about anything because I only have one issue, so I can't tell any kind of story. This is stupid. Uh, so then I was just so frustrated and kind of angry about it that then I, I realized like, that's the story, like just the story of a guy who can't do anything and feels trapped and angry about the fact that he's not allowed to do anything. And that's the whole story. And so enter another day at the office, the story about a cop in a city full of superheroes who can't fight crime. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 
inspiration comes from all kinds of places. It's like the limitation on expectations is really what drives it, right? Sort yeah, absolutely. Like the idea that like, okay, well, what I want to do is A, what I'm allowed to do is B, and the fight and the anger at B is what creates the story. Right. You know, like, man, I, I wish someone would have just told me I could write my hundred hundred issue story about that guy. I would I told him but then it wouldn't have been any good because there It would have had like fluff and just extra things. And that's something I always thought was really interesting and kind of a note I I picked up on a lot of there's a lot of authors like as soon as you finish writing, it's just like cut as much of it out as possible because it's probably fluff that you put in there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, well, that's the, like again, think about it this way: if left to my own devices, and I had written the hundred issue story, would I have made issue one important enough and good enough that you would draw have, people in to make people even want to buy an issue two? Right. Let alone an issue ninety eight or two hundred. Right. Like, to even get to the big payoff at issue 195 where it all comes together and it's beautiful and wonderful and whatever, and you play the slow song and you love it, like, you've got to get there. You've got to get there. And so, it definitely... Build with build a solid foundation so that you can go as far as you want to go is kind of the advice probably to give because the reality is you don't know you don't know how long you've got until you actually get into it and actually kind of see it happen. Mm-hmm. So anyway, go to coreydlg.squarespace.com. That's the secret shop. There's shirts there you can buy. There's also uh, – you can buy digital copies of the first issue still. And now you can pre-order the new story, which is going to go to the printers July 10th. We are rocking and rolling towards the next release date. Nice. It's exciting. It's exciting stuff. Uh, before we get into anything else, do you want to go ahead and tell everybody about The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More? The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open and fully operational with their regular hours. So if you wanted to get in you know, a little bit of your late night gaming action at like you know like 10 p.m. on a Saturday, you can head on down to The Adventure Begins. Uh, they are open. They do have, if you're comfortable uh, with curbside or you want to you know, be a little bit more precautious, they also have Various services for you, so curbside, online ordering, it's all there. It's all in the works. It's a fantastic store with a wonderful staff. They're willing to work with you, answer all your questions. You can use your, they got loyalty points that you can use for things like private rooms. It's just a great store. Head on down to the Image Begins. Comics, games, and more. They do have uh, Ikoria booster drafts, I believe, every Saturday. Um, So this is going to be a great time. There you go. Uh, yeah, the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. They've got my comic books on hold. I go in there every Tuesday and get those. Um, we just we've been having a good time there, man. Like it's a fun place. They've been a sponsor of ours now for over a year. Um, yeah, time flies, and they're worth it. They're just worth going in and having a good time and checking stuff out and enjoying yourself and being a part of that community. They're they're good people. They're wonderful people. Bill has built a great store and a great staff and. They're not going anywhere anytime soon, so you might as well get in there and get your nerd on with them. Yeah. We're playing uh, Dungeons & Dragons there, you know, on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might go back to online just because s- some of us work downtown and, like, there's just so much going on. They're like, we want to be some – of, some of our guys want to be a little safer, a little more precautious. One guy works at a school with kids, so he's like, I don't want to mess with that. I was like, all right, that's fine. I get it. Understandable. So I'm going to get outvoted on stuff like that. That's fine. I don't mind. Um, but so we've just been having a blast with it. But I've always been like the fighter guy. So like I want to do one, but I want to do one where I'm like the magic user now. Okay, so like personal thing. I don't have magic. <laughs> uh, I haven't like I've been trying. I to feel like I'm too. I'm too square brained to like figure anything or like uses of it out like i feel completely useless half the time i've been watching them play and i really i think i kind of understand magic now it's like i told him in the beginning that like the reason i picked a a, a, a goliath barbarian the first time was because i'm stupid like i was like i didn't know what i was doing so i just wanted to point at someone and punch him and roll nine dice like 
I didn't want to have to think about it. It works for me. Yeah. But uh, but I've been trying to kind of pay attention to how it works and what they do with it. And I really kind of I feel like I get it now. I may not, though. I may be totally wrong. But that's kind of my next my next quest is to play a magic user of some kind. Yeah. And there's so many, like, there's so many magic users and, like, spell slots and, like, Oh man, it's just a lot of information that like you don't you just don't have to think about when you're a barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I point at you and I stab you again. Okay, roll again for stabbing. It's like, no problem. Right. It's like look, if my if my actions involve anything more complicated than like brick tossing, I'm like, all right, this is a little bit complex for me. Well, like what really kind of cemented it in my mind was this one uh we have like a a wizard, like, pseudo... She's not really a cleric. She's a wizard. But, like, she mm-hmm. attributes it to, the like, the intervention of gods when she's casting spells. And she, uh... She, she, she gave me haste. So, you go so fast. I can move faster, but also it means I get an additional attack action per turn. Well, I'm a fighter, Ooh. so each of my attacks, I get... Whenever I have an attack action, I actually get two attacks. You have two? So you get four! <laughs> Plus, um, I have a bonus action attack. So... so five! <laughs> right. So I rolled up on this guy, and I literally attacked him five times. And I just just hacked him to pieces. And I was like, yeah, maybe magic's not so bad. Like, I want to do that to myself. Well, but like it'd be cool to do it to like if my whole like if my whole party all of a sudden is making nineteen attacks and I'm just sitting there chanting my little oh. magic brain off, like what do I care? Uh yeah, it's totally valid. My favorite my favorite thing to ever do in Dark Souls, at least the third one anyways, was the muscle mage. Uh where you just build strength and then your intelligence, which is your magic stat. Yeah, exactly. So you just go around with like a big weapon but you put magic on it so you can hit people real hard <laughs> with magic. With magic. <laughs> it's not just a regular great sword, it's a regular great sword with a magic on. <laughs> so, uh I saw this clip the other day that I'd totally forgotten about. It's from America's Got Talent. And this guy is acting like he's a, like a magician. But everything he's doing is like regular everyday objects. <laughs> Nice. So his big finish was like, uh, well, before his big finish, he had a box of tissues, and like he slowly came in, building up the tension, and he pulled the first one, and obviously when you pull a tissue from a box of tissues, another one pops up behind it. Right. So he was like, ooh, and everyone was like, ooh, and they're clapping, and they're cheering, because everyone now has realized what his gag is, and everyone's in on it, because he's done like three things at this point. And so he starts pulling them really quickly, and more keep popping up. And he's just like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like, he's super excited. <laughs> and the whole, like, even the judges, even Simon Cowell is laughing. And so finally he gets one of the, he gets in front of, like, one of those, like, tube trash cans you get from Walmart with the pedal on it. Mm-hmm. And the pedal is facing oh, yeah. him, though. And, like, he, like, slowly levitates the lid open with his hands, you know? Like, he makes it look like he's using magic. Like, it's so stupid. <laughs> But like right. you just made me think about it with your with magic. <laughs> <laughs> with the magic. Yeah. Like is there absolutely no intelligence to my attacks? Yes, I'm going to run at you with a big sword. But does it have <laughs> magic on it? The answer is yes. This sword is special. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> like I, me. <laughs> I, I have approximately three brain cells, one for magic, one for swing That's big right. sword. And one to run. <laughs> That's I, that build. Um, <laughs> uh, so I mentioned that I've got a new cover coming for another day at the office. Uh, I didn't hate the other one. It was okay, but it didn't feel, it didn't pop. Like, it didn't seem dynamic enough. So this guy, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's doing a bunch of different versions, just some different ideas. And he shows me one of the upstanding citizen who's the female character. And she's, like, flying off holding a, somebody by their by the by their ankle but the look that he's got on her face is just very kind of like she's not thinking like it's just like lost 
Uh, it's, so I'm trying. He's the guy's from Australia though, so even though we both speak English, we don't necessarily speak the same English. And so I was like, she looks special here. Is there anything we could do about that? And finally, he was like, I don't know what special means, Nate. Like, I don't know what you're trying to say. Special is good. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to be polite here. You're uh, right. She looks mentally handicapped. And I was like, she just looks like she's staring off into oblivion. And he was like, oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she kind of does. <laughs> like she just had this weird blank expression on her face like there were zero thoughts in her head right now while she was flying off with this guy uh, <laughs> yeah much like me and i was like um she looks special and finally he was like i don't i don't know what you're trying to say because i kept putting it in quotes and he kept going it's a good like special is a good word over here i don't know what you want Nate." And it, it, like to be fair, it is it is a good yeah. word here too. It's just when you put the air quotes, then it's weird. But yeah. that's slang. And so like he didn't know what I was getting at at all, and I couldn't think of a nice like I didn't want to just I certainly didn't want to just type out the word, you know, uh, the R word. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to just come at him like that. Like she looks R word. Like I didn't know what else to do there. I was like, ah. <laughs> What am I supposed Finally, to do? I was looked, all politeness included. She looks handicapped. He's like, oh, He's like, yeah, okay, I'll fix I see it now. Then he comes back with, I don't know what to do. Every time I give her a smile, she looks like like the Joker. And I was like, well, maybe it'll make him huge. And sure enough, he shows me one of the examples. It's like it's a really big grin. And I was like, yeah, maybe just make it look like she doesn't mm-hmm. want to throw him off of the building. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's more fun. Maybe she's having too much fun flying off with this guy in the air. Maybe. Just <laughs> maybe. But yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a couple minutes here. So what's uh, any big plans this week, Nico? Uh, to work and get the money. That okay. is all. all right. I like it. Dedicated to a cause. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you better work as much as possible because I don't know what's going to happen here. With, yeah, who knows yeah. what the future holds? I'll take my essential job and I'll do my like, job. August first, we're supposed to have something going on with Adventure Begins, and I want to start talking about it, but I think everyone's kind of holding their breath to see if there's going to be an August first. Yeah, the Yellowstone will erupt and we'll all be dead. I totally ruined my plans for that, by the way. Like, now what do I do? <laughs> Like you know, you just gotta have as many like like there's there's so many things that could just end all of all of existence right now. For I didn't us. know I needed volcanoes on the list though. That that doesn't help anything. My favorite one is uh, rogue black oh, holes. Okay. Oh, I do have some good news. Uh, they, they... Way, rogue black holes. Is nice. Not, that's not helping anybody. Um, yeah, no. Remember my favorite show, Final Space, the little show that could. So the first, mm-hmm. remember it got picked up. The guy won a contest and he won like a $5,000 like budget and, and he put pilot. all of it into like the first two minutes of a pilot and he put it up on YouTube and literally gets an email from Conan O'Brien. Right. Yeah. Like the, right. like dank. So Conan O'Brien uh, picks up the show options. It creates it. The first season uh, is great. The second season uh, I think the first season was on TBS. The second season winds up on Adult Swim. Um, nice. The third season will be happening on Netflix. So, uh, does this mean they're getting the other ones, or just the sure. third season? I don't have an answer for that. Um, but uh, I mean, the little show that could, dude, like it just keeps finding a home, like. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I gotta tell you. Adults the wouldn't show... save. What's that? Yeah, so to me, the, it, it's been an adult. It, well, it saves a lot of shows, but also creates a lot of shows. It also has built uh, some, some studios, too. Titmouse Studios from Venture Brothers. You know, they're the ones doing mm-hmm. the uh, the Critical Role cartoon now. And so, 
And their oh, they're great. Are, I love Tidmouth. They're one of my favorite studios. They put a lot of they put a lot of good but, work um, out there. But so yeah, man, like Adult Swim and Netflix both has kind of been like the savior for good shows. Two of them. Um, and the creator of Final Space said that he has ideas for six seasons. So it'd be cool to get all six seasons out there. I'd be I'd be rooting for that. Yeah, I always love I always love That's a complete Netflix, story. Right? By the way, if you haven't watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, you should give it a try. It's real great. Yep, it's still on Netflix. Actually, they uh, updated it so because when it first came out, the quality was complete garbage. It was like two forty p quality. But everyone watched it anyways because it's awesome, and now it like they have like right, finally have like high quality. Of it. It's phenomenal. It. My mom watched it; and she adores it. So I guess it's good enough for me. All right, uh, it's real good. We're gonna jump out here, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. On behalf of little brother Nico, myself, <laughs> on behalf of the Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Same nerds like time. Same nerds like channel. Make sure to wash your hands. Stay safe. Stay clean. Stay friendly to each other. Let's start listening and hearing each other out. Let's be peaceful. Let's wear masks. Let's be cool. Fight the power. Black Lives Matter. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but the community has always relied on itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where, as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest-growing counties in all of America. Uh, Thank you very much, and stay safe, and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well, and I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.